Welcome to the Unexplained With You World. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Unexplained With You World. I'm your host, Yuman, and along with me today are two of my podcast pals. We got Walt, man. Hello, everyone. <laughs> wow. That was good. No, that was good. That was good? Yeah, that was okay. good, right? And who just spoke right now, we got L. Hello, listeners. Y- you know, I'm going to have to do a... That was better. Was it? Was it? Didn't mean to show you up, but you know. You know. Can't help it. Look, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to do a Who's Line Is In Anyway right now. And Walt, man, I'm going to have to give you a million points for that intro. Oh, thank you so much. L, um, you know, I always love your intros, L, but I think I'm going to give you about a quarter of that. So 250,000 points. (sighs) That's fine. I kind of just copied Walter anyway. (laughs) Oh, sorry. It's okay. Mm, It's cool. All right. All right. So let's get started. Today is marking our third episode. And we've talked about some pretty cool topics already, but I think we should shift gears this time. You guys okay with that? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Let's do it. But let's kind of talk about what intrigued us and got us involved in an unexplained podcast. What, man? You want to tell us just briefly what got you intrigued in doing a podcast like this? I don't know. Ever since I was a kid, I've always been interested in the paranormal. I think it's ingrained in me because I'm going to say the Philippines is the land of mystery and enigma because there's so much thing that happened in the Philippines. And then the fact that I grew up in a haunted house, which I'm going to talk to you guys about later. Oh, I didn't know Yeah, that. so that really, okay. you know, made me interested in the paranormal. Can I do my ghost impression? Of course. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't know what sounds those were, but they scared me. <laughs> well, it leads us to you, Elle, now that you made a comment. You want to share what intrigued you and joined our unexplained group here? Yes. Good. <laughs> Good question. I think for me, also similar to Walter, I grew up in a Catholic home. So we were always taught like, oh, that's evil. That's the devil. But then we were also taught like, oh, there's angels and there's miracles. And so I was always taught to be fearful of things. I am interested in paranormal, even though it, I grew up being scared of it, because I do know that like entities exist, whether they be good or bad, and I respect it, and I don't mess with it. Okay. Very intriguing. Very intriguing. Both your stories. I have to say mine's very similar to both of yours. I grew up in a Catholic home as well, and I was told, you know, follow what God wants, what Jesus wants, all those different things, right? And we're, you know, we're told what's, what's evil and what's not. And in being a uh, Latino if you don't behave yourself, el cucuito, agarrar, you know that, you know, that's, oh, I know, el cucuito, you know, we get scared and so we want to behave, you know, or la llorona, la llorona, te va a agarrar, oh, no, la llorona, you know, so we've been told that, so we grow up with, with uh, these mythical creatures that we've been told our whole life, but now we're, as we're adults, we're thinking, is there truth to it instead of more of folklore, so, which is interesting because Halloween is right around the corner. Yay! Right? My favorite holiday. Waltman's like throwing up the, like, you, right? My favorite holiday ever. Elle has this, like, half smile. Elle, you want to talk about why you have a half smile? I like Halloween, but see, I like cutesy Halloween. So I like, like, Disney-type Halloween or, like, 
cute little kids trick-or-treating and we pass out the candy and they look so cute in their costumes type of thing. I used to be a preschool teacher. So like that's, I liked like dressing up with the kids and like when they would come to school in their costumes. I like that type of Halloween. The fairy tale Halloween. Yes. Very similar. (laughs) I don't like like the horror, like scary, like you guys do. And I know that's your jam, but that ain't mine. Sorry, I'm I'm just the pillow was underneath my head for a minute. I was asleep too. Yeah, I mean, guys, you guys always say that you know that, right? You guys look like dicks. <laughs> oh, you just call us out on the air, really? Yes, I'm hurt. Yeah, me too. But no, I'm I'm actually really cool with what Elle said. But I think Walt, man, this is you and I. I think you'd have to agree. You have to add up some gore into that. Oh right? yeah, of some course. Really bizarre things. <laughs> of course definitely. You would say that. Right? Yeah. So like some. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. <sighs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> there you like go. Well, going back to what I said, we're right around the corner of Halloween, right? I think this is a time to share a personal story of a haunted home. Are you both up for that? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, even you? Yeah, I got one. L, that's awesome that you're going to share a story with us. But L, do you mind if I let the Walt Man start off this segment? Of course for us? not. Go ahead. When I was growing up, I didn't even know that I lived in a haunted house. It was my grandma's house. She's in heaven now, so we miss you, grandma. Now that I'm older, I'm beginning to like... Piece it together? Yeah, piece it together that it it was haunted. It was built in the 1970s. It's actually a big home with many bedrooms. It's kind of like a villa and a big backyard. It was in Bulacan, an hour from Manila, the capital of the Philippines. It's a very nice province. It's farmlands and woods and forest. So the home is definitely haunted because my grandmother and my aunts that used to live there used to tell us like stories, like creepy stories, scary stories about the home. So the first thing that happened to that home is that my grandfather died of a motorcycle accident in front of the house. So, oh, wow. Yeah. In front of the house? Uh-huh. Oh. He was hit by a, a big truck. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So and sorry. he died in front of the house. So oh, wow. back then, we didn't really know why. But now that we're thinking about it, I'm thinking about it. It's, it's actually because of the house. The house is haunted. My grandmother used to tell me that before they built their home in that lot, a mom and a son used to live in that place. And there was like a big guava tree. Mm. And then this boy, the son, would like climb the tree, you know. And then all of a sudden he he fell out from the tree mm. and he died. Oh. Yeah. And he died. And then like after like what, a few weeks, the mother got really depressed. And after that, she committed suicide in that same spot. Oh my god! Same tree. Dude, I have chills. So like growing up, we would like we would have like like guests to our house because it's a big house, so we right. have like a lot of visitors and in a Filipino family, there's always like a big yeah. parties and gatherings and it's pretty typical yeah, and there's <laughs> yeah, and then like um there's a room, so in that um specific spot, the guava tree, they built a room now there they expanded uh-huh. that your house yes, oh. and now it's it was like a room, okay, and then when we have visitors and guests, they would sleep there. Very interesting. Yeah, and then when when nightfall comes and then when they're about to sleep, they would like all these guests. They would like say the same thing. 
we would see like a black shadow, a woman, a black shadow standing in front of us while we're sleeping. It's just like staring at them. And then they were also saying that this shadow, this, you know, like black shadow woman, she would like take off the mosquito net from its place because, you know, in the Philippines, everyone sleeps with a mosquito net because there's a lot of mosquitoes. They would like, so they would say that the black shadow jerked the mosquito net constantly. She would take it off. Dude. (laughs) Yeah. The other parts of the house, we would also hear like footsteps. Yeah. And guests would also like talk about it. And my grandma um, put like a camera, a video camera back then. Well, we, we used to have like the video camera, right? Like the. Back then? Yeah. Back then. Like the, the, like you would like record like. Like a camcorder? Yeah. A camcorder. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. So she would put like a camcorder in a room. Are to, you serious? Yeah, to see what's going on because like we would hear this like footstep over and over every night, and we were like, "What's going on? Is this a rat or what?" Oh, okay. And then like so she put she placed the camcorder at night, and then we didn't really get anything. It was weird, oh, wow. and we even called like a terminator, and there wasn't any rats. Oh, exterminator! Exterminator. <laughs> I'll be back. (laughs) Not that one. Not that time. (laughs) I'll be back. Exterminator. That's what I meant. (laughs) I don't know what to say after that. I'm over here trying to hold my laughing because L is just crazy sometimes. But he loves that movie. He should know. (laughs) Is that like uh, Arnold? Like Arnold the Beast, baby. Is that the movie? Yes. Okay. So yeah, that's my my story. You know. Did you ever see anything when you were little? I remember one time, though, like, it was, like, I would say, like, 2 in the morning. I was sleeping with my grandma. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I opened my eyes, and then I saw my grand, my, my dead grandfather <gasps> standing right in front of us. He was wearing a barong. Like, how do you say that in English? Uh, a barong is a traditional Filipino garment that the males wear, and it's, like, like traditionally, it was made out of, like, pineapple fibers. Mm-hmm. But we wear it in very, like, formal occasions. Yes. So I just saw him with Barong on, and he was just, like, standing there staring at us. Okay. Now, do you think that he was wearing a Barong because that's what you guys buried him in? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that was, that's what I thought, Yeah. Dude. Okay. Because mm-hmm. that's typical. Like, you, like my great-grandfather was buried in his Barong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously, that's what they were up here. Yeah. If- oh, my gosh. Dang. Yeah, yeah. And that's my story. Uh, uh, thanks for sharing, Walter. I've never, like, all the years that we've been friends and we've known each other i've never heard that story that that's i'm just that's why i really wasn't saying anything because i was just trying to process what you were saying and i'm, I'm a very visual person so i'm visualizing these kind of experiences do you remember how old you were during this time i was like around maybe like nine ten oh okay. wow yeah but you still remember it that's, i still remember it but the house now is demolished oh it is yes oh, okay. but I, I would remember when i was a kid like just at night Walking by the house, seeing him, seeing the house in front of you, you would feel this like I don't know, like somebody's watching you. Like I don't know, it's oh, just wow. it's just very haunted and creepy. I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. So you said that your grandfather passed from a motorcycle accident in front of the home, and you said that it might be because of the house. What do you mean? The history of the place. So mm-hmm. because it's cursed? Yeah, I think, I think the land is cursed. Okay. Because it's, it wasn't only like my grandfather who died there. There's uh, tons of accidents that happened there. Oh, In really? front of that house. Oh, wow. A okay, bus so accident, you... a girl getting run over by a car. Oh. Yeah. 
it's weird. Yeah. It, is it a coincidence or? I, you know, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, coincidence can only go so far. <laughs> yeah, I think I mean? it's it's because of that mom and the yeah, son. The son. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, it that reminds me a lot of like our previous episode about evil places, where like the energy just stays there because it's just it's sad mm-hmm. and it's. Yeah, it, it just gets impregnated in there. It's not necessarily the home at times. It could be the land, like you mentioned. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. and plus, like we don't even know like what happened before the that Absolutely. mom and the child. So yeah, because remember, records are not always kept very accurately, especially back, you know, yeah, back prior in the day. to yeah, modern times. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Thank you for sharing that, Walt. Oh, I know yeah, it's a thank you. Personal story, and um, but thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, thank you. I'm looking at L right now. Let's do it, L. My story is nowhere near as impressive as Walter's, but my one story is, thankfully, is not in my home, my current home where I live. But I do remember that it was the home of my maternal grandmother. So she lives up in Northern California. When I was like a senior in high school, so it's like the early 2000s, not to give away my age, but that's the time period. (laughs) (laughs) We went to go visit and it was summer. So one night in her house, I was sleeping in like the primary room, like the biggest room. And I'm alone in there. So I'm kind of shaking because like I I remember. So I'm in bed. For anyone listening, she's literally like having trouble saying the story. Like her physical, right? Well, Matt, are you seeing that too? Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you <laughs> off. It's just when you said that, I'm. it's hard because you're shaking. You literally are showing, you know, you're reliving this. So I didn't want to interrupt you, but go ahead. I have to share that with our listeners. So I was in bed and all of a sudden I wake up and I wake up because I hear a female's voice and I'm, I'm alone in the room, mind you. Right. And so I, I wake up, I'm looking around, I see the curtain blowing because the window is open. And so I kind of just like, I freeze (laughs) and I'm kind of like looking around. And I'm scared to move. And I'm like, did I imagine that? I remember holding my breath and just like listening. And so I hear the voice again. It sounds like she's like right outside of the window. And she's like crying. But the thing is, she starts saying my middle name, which is weird because nobody really knows my middle name or calls me that. I hear it and I hear her calling my middle name like over and over. And she sounds sad and she sounds like she's or that she's like upset. So <laughs> I, I'm terrified at this point. And so I think eventually I must have fallen asleep because I don't really remember what happened after that. I remember talking to my cousin and I told her like what happened. And she said, now mind you, like it's probably like a cultural thing, but she, she told me, she was like, oh my God, you're so lucky that you didn't Either like I didn't see it or that I didn't, I didn't respond because she said I would have died. My cousin was like, if you would have responded or if you would have seen it, you would have died. And I was like, great. (laughs) You know, like crap. Well, thank God I didn't. Yeah. I don't (laughs) even. Good choice. Absolutely. Right. Good instinct, right? Yeah. So, you know, my fear (laughs) luckily saved me apparently because I, I don't know why she told me that. I think it was like a belief that, you know, culturally we had. But I remember her telling me that, and I was like, good God. I was like, okay. But later on, like years later, I finally figured out, kind of like Walter, like I had an epiphany. I realized that house where that window was, like literally the backyard of it, 
is a freaking cemetery. And I didn't know that. I did not know that at the time. And I, I kind of have chills now, but I like later, like probably like years later when we drove back or like when we visited again, I remember passing, like we were taking a road to the house and I saw the cemetery and I was like, oh my God. And then I realized the house is right there. Wow. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> oh my God. Now it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. That, that, again, going back to what man said, is it a coincidence? I don't think that's a coincidence. Either. Yeah. It stays with me to this day still because just the fact that it's just so weird that it was my middle name that was being called and to know such a, like maybe like intimate detail like that or like, you know, it's just weird. It's just, it threw me off a little bit. So I don't know what that was about. And who, who was that? Though? Yeah. And who was that? Exactly. So somebody, you know, or I don't know. And why did your cousin say you would have died if you would have answered that? I think if I would have interacted with it, the legend is, or like the myth is that the spirit would have taken me. I have read in like articles and just watching different documentaries. They talk about that. The more you interact with these beings, whether they're spirits, demons, whatever, you give them that power. You are admitting their existence at that moment. So I I can see where that's going. Yeah. The ghost was calling my name, like maybe calling me to the other side. I don't know what the the logic or the reason was, but I'm, that's what I'm guessing now. I'm not sure. Or maybe the ghost was psychic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know the ghost can be psychic too. Or psycho. Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. I well, like that's that. That's scary. Oh my yeah. God. So that's mine. That's my story. Thank you for that, Elle. Of course. Thank, Thank you, Elle. Thank you for letting me share. I guess it's my turn. You both are looking at me. Yeah. Uh, I have too many to share, but I'll share one in particular. Maybe another segment, guys. We can share others. My story takes place way back in 1995 or 1996. I know a long time ago. So I was about 16, 17 years old because I'll, I'll own it. I'm the oldest of the three. Woo-woo, I own it. <laughs> Generation Xer. So... The home that I pretty much grew up in, I lived in this home since December of 1985. So I was there about 10, 11 years already. What I didn't know until later on, my parents told me that when that home, when they purchased it, it was brand new. However, during construction, apparently someone, one of the workers committed suicide on that during construction wow they hung themselves on the tractor now it was in the mid 80s so i to this day i I really should look more up information about that i could probably now that we have more technology obviously i never have done it but now i'm probably going to do it so it leads me to one of the stories that i had in that home and i remember i had for whatever reason i decided i needed to clean out my closet i had a lot of like I don't want to use that word antique because I make myself sound really old, but I had like, you know, <laughs> toys are collectible, you know. So I was like, I really need to reorganize this. So I decided to reorganize my closet and I stood up maybe until about 3 a.m. So I decided, I was like, you know what? That's enough. I need to get some sleep. I went to lay down and I was going to sleep. At the moment that I was going to sleep though, and I, I I'm reliving this because it's such a, a very difficult time for me to remember this but i'm I'm gonna relive it literally something shook my bed okay like the 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 headboard even hit the wall that's why I, that's how i woke up oh, wow. and i'm thinking what the heck just happened because you know of course we live in california and i'm thinking was there an earthquake so i'm looking at my 
my lamp at the top that's from the ceiling, nothing. I'm looking at things on my dresser, nothing fell. I'm thinking, what just happened? So me being Mr. Brave Ass, like, oh, he's crazy. <laughs> I sit up on my bed and I'm pissed off because he just woke me up. And I literally tell whatever it is to leave and do not bother me because they are not welcome to be around me or in this room. So I'm thinking, okay, I was able to go to sleep. But that led into another event, which was a couple days later. I was asleep, this time a little earlier, more like, you know, midnight, because you know how we like to stay up. And I remember my bed was against the wall. It's completely dark in there. Uh, this, this one always gives me more chills even than the shaking in my bed. For those of you who have carpet and you walk on carpet, you know how you hear that like rustling of like socks on the carpet? You can tell someone's mm -hmm. walking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, my room's completely dark and I could hear like steps on the carpet coming to my bed. And stopping and then going back towards the door and then coming back. And my heart is beating because I was like, no, this I can't be. Because I wasn't, you know, completely asleep. I woke up and I'm like, maybe I'm imagining this. But then it kept happening. And it would stop. Like, I could feel something watching me. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then the Latino, I, I was like, hijo de la chingada. Madre, no puedo creer que estoy pasando esto. I, I was like freaked out. <laughs> it's scary. No, it is because it's completely dark in there. So I'm like, I have to be brave again. I got to flip over and, and see. So I flip over to the other side and I had a, I had a phone in my room, you know, you know, cause you know, the mid nineties childhood phone, you know, like, what's up? Right. Something, is there someone in here? Is like an intruder so I can call the cops and yell for help? And I mean, my sister was in the next room. My parents were down on the other side of the house. I could still hear it as I was looking, but I didn't see anything. And I'm like, you know what? This is just too much to the point again. I looked at the ground. I'm like, is it, a, is it some kind of, I know you mentioned earlier in your story, well, is it like a rat or a rodent or something running mm -hmm. around? No, there was nothing. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness. So I literally asked this time in a different way <laughs> because I was a little more freaked out from the previous experience a couple of days before that to please leave me alone because they are freaking me out. And if it's someone from my past generation or my grandmother, because my grandmother had just passed away oh. during that time. I should have mentioned that earlier because I'm actually making that connection right now. I never, it's interesting. I'm bringing right. up the story and I'm making that connection as I'm talking to you both right now. So I don't know if it was her. It was my maternal grandmother. It could have been. However, it still was freaking me out. I mean, it's dark. Come on. Right. Hey, you I'm sorry to interrupt. You know that I have a gift, right? I'm a clairvoyant. I, I really sense it. It's your grandma. Well, I, again, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Cause I can see her like, like walking around the bed. She's smiling. It's just, I don't know. She's just very playful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised with that. Yeah. She loves you. I can, I can tell. I should have been her favorite always. <laughs> so that was the last time that ever happened to me. Oh. But the story continues a couple days after that. I had this weird, people can call it sleep paralysis. I would see like a tunnel above my, my head. Like in front of a stereo, because remember, it's the mid-90s. Hey, CDs, tapes, what's up? So there's a stereo right there on top of my dresser. And I was seeing this tunnel, but I felt like this force on my chest. And I had to like fight it off. But I, I felt awake. For those of you who ever had sleep paralysis, you kind of know what I'm talking about. But yeah, that was the last time I had that happen to me. Thank goodness. Because again, I asked for whatever was there or whoever was there to please leave me alone. Because they were literally creeping me out. And I didn't want their presence there for many reasons. So that's my story. And you guys had me talk about it. And I'm reliving this sucker, man. I have many more, but I just want to end on this. That house was so bizarre that my father 
El, I know you met my father, mm-hmm. Waltman. You didn't get a chance to meet him, but he was a very down-to-earth person, big sense of humor. He was kind of a skeptic, right? El, you even kind of picked up on that when you met him. But he's a type that if he saw evidence or something, he was like, oh, hijo de su madre. You know, his whole, like, he would start <laughs> speaking Spanish over the English. And he would never go in that house by himself. In fact, every time if I would get home from school, he'd be in the porch sitting there waiting because he knew I was the first one that would get there after him. And I would be like, oh, he's like, dad, why are you out here? He's like, oh, he's like, oh shit. You know why I'm out here. I'm not going in that fucking house by myself. So, again, that's <laughs> someone that was pretty skeptic that would not go in there by themselves. So, just kind of give a idea for our listeners to understand just part of it, you know. But I'd like to share stories later on. But that's my story for today. Just wanted to wow. share. Wow. That's scary, too. Yeah. Yeah. I just noticed that all of our stories had a connection to our maternal grandmothers, right? Yeah. Well, what's interesting is that I, and I'm not just saying this because we're on the air right now, but I did never made that connection until I brought up the time frame, 95, yeah. 96, and she died at the uh, September of 95. Mm-hmm. And it was in that time frame that that happened. That's why it was a little interesting. I was like, all right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good stories, guys. Good stories. And scary. So that brings out the personal part for everyone who's listening. Now they know part of what, I guess I'm going to use the word fascinate, even though Elle's looking at me like, no, there's nothing fascinating about the unknown and the unexplained. <laughs> I respect it and I fear it. <laughs> That's fair answer. I want to thank both of my podcast pals for sharing their very intimate, if you think about it, they're both intimate stories or they're family related. And it's awesome. Thank you very much. And I want to thank our listeners for listening to our stories. Again, if you have any stories that you want to share, reach out to us on our social media and share those brief stories. Yeah, or maybe we can share it with your permission. But wouldn't that be cool if we yeah, could share that'd be cool. some listeners' stories? Absolutely. I was mm-hmm. thinking the same thing. Please share. Yeah. yeah. The more the merrier. All right. And remember, your life starts and ends with you. For Waltman and L, I'm Yuman. Until next time. That's a wrap. <laughs>